0: David Fiorazzo.
1: Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we appreciate your amazing response to yesterday's podcast with Dr. Jake Jacobs. And uh, wow. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that, for listening, downloading, uh, going to the website, standupforthetruth.com. And don't forget our list of 200 resources that you can trust. They're listed in alphabetical order. On our website, standupforthetruth.com, upper left-hand side, just look for the one word, resources. Well, today, uh, we're, we haven't talked about the COVID, the shot, <laughs> totalitarianism of our government in, well, we maybe mentioned it, you know, in the last week or so, but we really, I'm looking at the last week's worth of guests and uh the division of America, a conflicted church, contending for the faith, inaccurate Gospels, Halloween, corruption and Marxism, and American education, and here we are today, finding it necessary with all the news out there, so called news, that we need to just go back to some of the facts that are not being reported by the media and I know this program just because of the topic we will we will get even more censored than we already are being shadow banned on Facebook, and our our website is censored on on the social media. But anyway, even more so today. But for those who will hear this, it's important to have this conversation and talk about what's going on and, and saying, wait a minute, these numbers, these Rona virus numbers don't add up. The math, it's just something's wrong here. So today's guest, we haven't had him on in over a year. It's so good to catch up again with Pastor Randy White, author, and founder of John Nelson Darby Academy, and he's been a pastor for 25 years. And, of course, you can get more info on him at Whiteministries.org. But it's so good to have him back with us. He uh, started uh, Randy White Ministries in 2011, which uh, just 10 years ago, as an online and radio Bible teaching ministry uh, focused today on producing verse-by-verse Bible teaching resources And it's so good to have you back, Randy. God bless you, brother. Welcome.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it, and good to be back, and appreciate the good work you all have been doing in a very pivotal year in our country and around the world.
1: Yes, it's been amazing. And no surprise to you, since we've had you on, one of the most popular and demanding topics has been religious freedom and how Christians should respond to all that's going on in this country. So we had you on, I think the last time was last summer, in the midst of cities burning in America and, uh, and uh, many Americans justifying violence, rioting, looting, and even, you know, uh, defunding police departments because of uh, alleged or some actual injustice but others alleged injustices and because of millions of dollars worth of damage around the country, now a lot of people are saying, yeah, I think it was justified. So we've got a problem here in the way we're processing things and with truth and what's being taught. Um, so we're going to talk about that. And also we're going to really get into the COVID-19 vaccine and children. Vaccines, children, masks, and more with Pastor Randy. But let's get caught up on your ministry since we talked to you uh, last. What's been going on with you personally down there in New Mexico? How's the church? How's John Nelson Darby Academy doing? So we'll just start with those two.
0: Well thank you. Here in our church, uh, even though New Mexico has been one of the strictest countries in the na- uh, excuse me, uh, states in the nation, uh with uh lockdowns and closeouts and uh closing uh, churches and businesses mm-hmm. and masking everyone and jabbing everyone uh, has uh, been really uh a a a, a a a picture of Marxist perfection <laughs> in the way they have carried out yeah. uh, the uh the work here. Yet you know, I decided, uh, from the beginning, uh, our church is going to be open. You can come if you want to come. People, people did come. Uh, and obviously a lot of people didn't come. That's, that's, that's their choice, but I wasn't going to let the government uh, tell me whether or not we were having church or not having church. And so we just had church and, Mm -hmm. uh, of course our ministry, much of our ministry is online. And, uh, you know that was uh, a bit providential, I would say, that we were so prepared for online work already. Mm. Uh, and uh, and that includes in our educational program when all of the uh, public and and uh, the private schools, suddenly we're trying to have to figure out online education that's what we did all along (laughs) and uh, we didn't do it uh, because we were preparing for a pandemic Uh, we just did it because we knew that parents who who needed an option for education and uh, they wanted to be the educators of their child and yet they needed a little help in curriculum and and they wanted an outside teacher and some of those things that uh, we were so prepared to do at john nelson darby academy and uh, so we've had uh, just a A great time educating uh, students and then in our Bible teaching ministry, uh, teaching the Bible verse by verse, which is what we do week by week and have a great time doing it.
1: Great. Praise God. Well, you also, uh, I I believe, started Dispensational Publishing and um, many books through there. I know Andy Woods is published through you. Um, have you written any recent books and how's that going? The publishing business. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. The, uh, the, the, I can tell you in the publishing business, it's hard to get paper, first of all. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's, yes. Uh, that's one of these. Uh, I think every industry has been uh, been affected by these so-called supply chain things, which let me just say, this is not our topic, but that's 100% government created, the supply chain issue. Uh, and uh, so it affects publishing as well as anything. So if uh, anyone's having a hard time getting a book or bibles out there have become very difficult to get uh during uh, this time because so many bibles actually come from uh china or south korea and uh they're they're stuck in a harbor somewhere uh so isn't that amazing it's, uh, it's interesting uh, through all that uh but uh, let's see, I put out a book in uh, in September called Worldviews Graphically Presented, oh. and uh, it goes through uh, uh, a bunch of worldviews on things like fascism, which I think is a huge problem in our society today. I think our government, even more than being socialist, is fascist, mm-hmm. and fascism really is getting the corporations to do the government's bidding. And, uh, we, you know, that's what Mussolini, uh, perfected and that's the, it's the, it's the end run around the constitution. Uh, you know, if I can just get the businesses to do it, then, then the legislatures are scot free, and the and the executive is scot free, and uh, it's what's happening. But anyway, fascism, education, parenting, uh, uh, church life, uh, dozens of uh, it's it's a chart book really, and it's available at dispensationalpublishing.com. dot com.
1: Boy, that sounds great. And and if you <laughs> said it came out in the fall, so we haven't talked to you about that. So, That's right. We should uh, we should do that one of these days. We're going to have to do that next time we have you on because I would love to talk about those different worldviews. I mean, we've talked a lot about Marxism in the last uh, couple of years. But anyway, um, uh, Randy, getting back to the topic at hand, and this is what uh, I think th- people are needing to hear about, needing to be reinforced that they're not crazy. They're, it's not wrong to have common sense. It's not wrong to say, wait a minute, we're in America. What about our Constitution? You posted something on your Facebook page a couple of days ago. It just simply says this There should be one and only one vaccine exemption necessary. I don't want it. That should be it. But as we know, it's not because of our totalitarian government and because of the globalists and the O. Biden administration and what they're trying to push with some of the state governors especially in New Mexico. By the way, we've heard a lot of the battles down there. We interview another pastor uh from there, uh, from Albuquerque, every now and then. And, yeah, it's amazing what different states are dealing with. So this is a simple truth you put on your Facebook. There should only be one exemption. And we're hearing now that some people's religious exemptions are are being rejected. Uh, they're forcing the military. They're forcing first responders, airline pilots, all these different industries to take vaccines. I know there's now a a shortage of firefighters. So, Randy, just your thoughts and just expound on your very, uh, pithy uh, statement there. We should only need one exemption. The fact that I don't want it and you can't force it on me.
0: It, 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 uh, you know, two years ago, it would have made, uh, the perp, you, you could have, uh, gotten standing ovation from anyone. They would, they would just agree with that. It would be just, uh, common sense. Uh, this is the way we live in America. Mm-hmm. And yet now, in such a quick time, everything has uh, turned mm-hmm. to, uh, it, it is a socialist idea because it is what is good for society. Right. And what is good for society, socialism, is always uh, dictated by some tyrant. Uh, this is the way socialism has always worked. Uh, that it's not really society deciding what's good for society. It's uh, it's a tyrant somewhere deciding what's good for society, and uh, thus communism. And so you've you've got. Uh, now what what should be and what i don't get i live in a very liberal community mm-hmm. uh and uh we have if, if you want to find a hippie somewhere in the united states our community is the best place to come <laughs> uh and, and uh, uh so we have we have liberals we have uh the the the, the new generation and uh, for even more than that the old generation of hippies that is still uh, going strong and I look at these and I say you were the ones that were always shouting for personal freedoms just in a New York minute bow down and kiss the toe of this government colossus now. Yes. And what why is there how have they become suddenly so beholden to the government? What has changed in our society that has has caused even the most anti-governmental forces to just again immediately uh, bow down. And, and if the government says jump, they say how high. And if they say one mask, then I'll put it on. If they say two masks, I'll put it on. If they say three masks, I'll put it on, whatever it takes. You know, is it a fear? Uh, is it a, that is a fear of death? Um, is it uh, a spirit of deception that uh, comes on the world in the last days? Uh, is it uh, the fact that the church is really totally impotent and pastors don't speak up anymore? Uh, is it the fact that the medical industry has uh, sold itself out to their union, the American Medical Association, and they don't think anymore? You know, what's mm-hmm. what's going on here? Uh, we ought to be asking some questions. Yes.
1: Yeah. Sounds like a, 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 that's just the, the perfect storm of a, a combination of things, of what you just said, and a lot more, Going on at the same time, the attacks on our freedoms in America, the globalists, the Great Reset, the uh, they're they're getting ready for that. They just want to just deconstruct America. They want uh, anyway to destroy our economy, but that's a whole other story. We've talked about that a little bit, but let's get back to this idea of parents. Not the idea. This is what's happening in our country. There are parents who are going along with the government orders to either mask young children or vaccinate young children. I've got an article in front of me right now over at Harbinger's Daily. FDA approves Pfizer's COVID shot for children as young as five. Uh, Randy, your thoughts on this?
0: My thoughts are who in their right mind would be ready to do this. You know, uh, in fact, one of the FDA advisors, I believe his name is Dr. Rubin, uh, who's a Harvard University uh, professor, and he's he's all for this. And it, he was asked a question about the long-term effects and his answer really was, we don't know until we do it. And so we just have to do it to find out. And you know, that, that really is the same as saying your kids need to be our lab rats. We want to put this stuff in them to see what happens. And, and, If if you just look at uh, very publicly available uh, uh, virus statistics uh, through the CDC, you see that this vaccine is more deadly for adults than any vaccine that's ever come out in the history of mankind.
1: Yes, conservatively more than 17,000 deaths, and that's on the far conservative scale of deaths due to the vaccine, correct? Exactly, yeah,
0: yeah, and uh, uh, seventeen thousand deaths and and of course multiple uh, tens of thousands more in terms of uh, permanent disabilities injuries, yes. or even e- even mild uh, more mild injuries that may be uh, more temporary, uh, but if this is happening to adults, why in the world do we even want to give it to our children who are so much more vulnerable in terms of uh, what uh, what it's going to do to their to their bodies and and we don't have any idea what it'll do to their uh, reproductive systems, to their uh, mental capabilities and all of these kind of things. Mm. And, and there is not a doctor or a scientist anywhere that can tell you yet yeah, this thing is going to keep you from getting COVID. We know it's not going to keep you from getting COVID. I mean, J- Jen Pataki uh, uh, has got it now. She's double vaxxed and double masked yep. and uh, yep. uh, protected in every way. And she's got it. So what, w- what 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 is the risk mitigation what are we getting rid of some uh opportunity you know i i believe the statistic is that ninety four children have died from covid in in the united states uh th- this is from january of twenty twenty when covid was just starting up until october first ninety four children
1: oh my goodness now, that's it
0: uh that's it.
1: You would uh, exactly. you would think that uh, children are are dying by the millions by the reports yeah, and by the fear mongering. Exactly,
0: and and I believe that there is uh, I I may be just a bit off on this number, but I think there's even less than ten thousand children in two years that have even been hospitalized for this for for this uh so you know that it it is there there's something else at play other than the protection of children mm. so what is it that the government is trying to accomplish on this you know is it uh is it a population control some people have said so mm. uh possibly but if not population control uh certainly uh in in terms of uh uh of killing off the population, uh, certainly a population control in terms of uh, the fear that government uh, can put into the minds of people to get people to obey them, mm. even when they're sacrificing their their personal medical rights, their religious freedoms, their constitutional rights. Uh, they're so willing to so quickly give this up that it really is frightening for the future of our nation.
1: Yes, it is. And we've seen this. A lot of us have been watching this. I think those of us who are praying for wisdom and those of us who are looking at this and saying, wait a minute, this first of all, it it shouldn't happen in a constitutional republic. Secondly, the church should be more standing up and being more vocal and resisting this madness, especially when you're, you're not even allowed to uh, have church or your church services or conduct things normally. Um, but when we're seeing what's happening to children, let stay on this topic of children and trying to protect them. You say in your post, a different post on your Facebook, uh, you said the FDA is likely to to, uh, insist and the government is likely to insist that every child in America receive a COVID vaccine. And you say we live in a day of unmitigated evil. Now, we know we know there are those, especially the uh, the environmental extremists who are all about population control. We know there are five or six states that want to euthanize the elderly. We know Planned Parenthood, Margaret Sanger birthed a movement that Hitler would be proud of, of of abortion and birth control, they call it. But this has been going on for a long, long time. So when it comes to our children and vaccinating kids, let's talk about this just for a minute, because the numbers uh, promulgated by the public health officials and mainstream media com- completely overstate the risk of COVID. We're not denying that COVID exists. We're not denying that some people get sick or get hospitalized or die from the virus. But they downplay the risk of the vaccines, and that's that's what has us really looking at the double standards and shaking our heads. But anyway, Pastor Randy, we've just got two minutes left, and we know that the survival rate for people (laughs) really under 70, but let's just say under 19 years old, is 99.9973% and yet that's not how people are acting. Would just like to close this first segment uh, in just the last minute and share some insight on this and what we're seeing happening?
0: Yeah, it, again, that's a fear thing, that uh, here's something that, literally you are not going to die from if you're 19 and under. Uh, It's going to be such a one in a trillion experience uh, that there is no need to even mask our children, which I think is dangerous for them in uh, breathing their own carbon dioxide all all day long. Uh, Let these kids get in the sunshine. Let these kids breathe. Let these kids play. Let these kids uh, interact with one another. This is is so much what is needed, and it is completely a government control kind of thing. And, and and the science behind it simply is not there. Anyone who really wants to study the science here has to say, if you follow the science, you're not getting your child vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And the government wants to tell us exactly the opposite. There is no media, and unfortunately, there's not much of a church today speaking against it either.
1: Yes, and uh, we've got to wrap up this segment, but yeah, we cannot trust the media anymore. Frankly, I think most people know, understand they're really pushing one side of the the argument, and the ideology, and that would be the progressive socialist worldview. But anyway, we've got a lot more with Pastor Randy White when we come back on this very important topic on Stand Up For The Truth. Thank you for listening and sharing today's show via
0: StandUpForTheTruth.com slash podcast. Now, back to Stand Up For The Truth.
1: Here's David Fiorazzo. An FDA advisor, Eric Rubin, I believe I went to Harvard. He recently said this. We're never going to learn about how safe this vaccine is until we start giving it. That's just the way this goes. Pastor Randy, I couldn't believe he- hearing quotes like this, and I would love for you to, to just reason through this with us and, and how Christians can respond to some of this that's happening because that means that they want to force it on us. And then, like you said earlier, using people, and in our, the case we're talking about children, as guinea pigs.
0: Yeah, Ruben, uh, Eric Ruben is his name, Harvard Medical School professor, uh, who is an advisor on the FDA's uh, panel about uh covid and he was asked the question uh, you know uh, in fact uh, the question is based upon the totals uh, the totality of scientific evidence available do the benefits of the vaccine outweigh its risk for children in 5 through 11 of age years of age and and that's when he said well we're never going to know until we start giving it uh again taking uh you know the your your listeners out there their little 5 year old 6 year old 8 year old 11 year old and saying we don't know what this is going to do for you and we know we we verifiably know that there's this 99.99% chance that uh, you're going to be just fine if you get covid we don't know what this is going to do but we'd like you to take a couple jabs just so we can find out it it is evil it is evil, yeah, uh, and, it is and, evil. And, and yeah and and why why don't doctors stand up and say this is evil? Why have doctors totally sold out their careers uh, to this medical profession that says we are going to do what FDA panels say and what the CDC says and what Dr. Fauci says and and uh, what the White House says? We're going to do with this. They've got to start practicing medicine, and parents just have to say. I will totally pull my children out of the public sector if need be for Mm -hmm. their own safety, for their own health. Now, there would not be a problem at all. If, if, uh, uh, your, your school sent out something that says we may have a shooter on campus today, we've got some verifiable reports of a shooter. Parents would say, okay, I'm not sending my kid. Uh, I'm pulling them out. And that would be very understandable. Now, why don't parents stand up and say, ah, you know, the, they're, they're promoting these jabs in my children's arms of some kind of poison and, and, uh, DNA change, RNA change that I don't even know what it does. They don't even know what it does. Mm-hmm. I'm not allowing my child to do that.
1: Let me just show you we, <laughs> the article that we talked about in the first segment where uh, 94 children ages five through 11 have died from COVID. And that is the, um, really most protected age group, if, if we can put it that way, 94. We've got the numbers of children um, ages 5 through 11. Now, over at, this might not surprise you, but over at uh, CBS News, okay, this was a, a, what we just read was an article from a source that you and I would both recommend, CNS News, Media Research Center, CNS, Brent Bozell, but CNS, over at CBS news they say covid-19 vaccine is safe and effective in kids and this was from last month so w- what are people to believe pastor randy do you, w- we understand there're almost always in any subject we talk about in the last year or two there's conflicting information and yeah, well, there's you know go ahead
0: no, i'm sorry i, I was going to say uh uh, people should have learned back in the eighties when Dan Rather's pants caught on fire for being a liar, <laughs> uh, that, that, uh, why are we even listening to CBS news, ABC news, NBC news, right. CNN news, and, and honestly, even Fox news, other than some of their commentaries they're, yes. they're, 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 they're just sold out to the propaganda machines. It, it is so, so difficult to find a journalist that's actually asking questions and reporting on on facts and both sides, and uh, uh, so I, unfortunately, we have to do our research ourselves today. We have to be our own journalists. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the good part about that, I mean, the, the fortunate part of of the unfortunate aspect is there there are publicly available materials out there on the internet it just takes a little longer you know we used to be able to turn on the news and thirty minutes later we uh we uh if we knew that that's the way it is and uh we were we were able to take it and now that that is not true I have to be my own journalist and parents really need to uh, to do this you know we, we used to again uh it used to be very commonplace that we were all told if you go to your doctor and your doctor tells you such and such that you should get a second opinion. Uh, today nobody tells you to get a second opinion and, and, and your insurance company probably won't even allow you to get a second opinion. And if you ask another doctor, you know, I'm here for a second opinion. They'll be upset with you for getting because you are supposed to just swallow the pill that is given you mm-hmm. and quit asking questions. And if we as a society don't start asking some questions, we're just honestly. Millions of us, uh, that's, that's the way it's always gone through history. We can't uh, just pretend like, uh, you know, he's, he's overstating it. Uh, well, uh, yeah, there, there were a few people overstating it in 1936 Germany as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> huh. and, and, and they turned out to be exactly right. And, and, the, and the reason is we've read history books. And we know this is the way it goes, that when a society is willing to be duped by their government, then death is what follows.
1: And I'm just astounded. I guess I shouldn't be because way back when I wrote my first book, I remember knowing a lot of the information and the articles that I had read. When I went to cite them and look them up, I would type in whatever topic, whatever phrase I was trying to find, and the 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 majority of pages that would come up in search results were from progressive, liberal, uh, socialist these worldviews that were anti Christian or Basically, what I'm saying is you had to scroll through pages and pages of results if you wanted to get something that you knew was out there from a conservative source or even a fair uh, news source. So it's really things have changed even in the last decade. But uh, just it's I'm looking at another one over at uh, CBS saying the CDC will decide if children will get the COVID-19 vaccine. Wait a minute. This goes back to the public education debate. Shouldn't parents be the ones to decide if children should get a vaccine or if children should go to these government-run schools. Pastor Randy, I know you have some strong thoughts on that as well.
0: Yeah, I I think that if uh for the parents out there who are still sending their kids to public schools, uh it 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 won't be long until you will be required to have your child receive a couple of these Pfizer jabs or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh and I just think that now is the time to start saying okay, where where am I going to send my uh my my child to school? Uh, John Nelson Darby Academy. Uh, just wanted to insert that in there. <laughs> but, but where am I? Where am I going to uh, send my child to school, or how am I going to educate my child? Because they are going to force this vaccine, and it'll be very quick. Probably before the year is out, uh, they will start uh, forcing. That you have your vaccination card up to date, including uh, two jabs, and you'll probably need a third one before the year is out uh, in in order to to continue to go to the public education system now I would take that as a blessing and say, uh, why did I wait this long anyway? my child's being uh brainwashed through all this, even if you've got a good teacher and some do and even if you've got a good local school board uh the materials coming out and the and the uh the 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 resources they have to come from it's it's it, in the textbook world it's actually worse than in you mentioned a moment ago you know uh, 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 we'll use the word google here but it happens <laughs> on most search engines yeah. uh, but we can't we know the good information is out there you can't find it well you can't even find it in a textbook uh, you, you all the textbooks that your public schools are going to buy are all tainted they're all uh, uh, messed up in so many ways and there's so many so much better ways to do education Um, and uh, take this uh, requirement to stick some kind of poison unknown poison into your child's arm as an opportunity to say it's time for me to pull out
1: so back to what we were talking about earlier we had um, uh, you know we've talked to several doctors and we've been very blessed to have some of the guests on this podcast um, including dr. Lee Merritt who was uh, one of the America's frontline doctors and um, it, it's just amazing when you get the other side, as Paul Harvey used to say, and now you know the rest of the story. <laughs> well, when you get the other side, the facts, in other words, uh, we had another doctor on a couple weeks ago, Dr. Patrick Flynn, I believe is with Wellness Way. He talked about inflammation of the heart uh, caused by some of the vaccines. He talked about fertility rates, a woman's fertility being affected by some of what these vaccines do. Now, you wanted to mention, Randy, your thoughts on the reactions in breastfed children whose mothers got the vaccine. If there were truth to this, wouldn't wouldn't the media have some conscience? Wouldn't they report the facts about this as well?
0: Yeah, and you know, I heard Nora O'Donnell on—I uh, believe it's ABC News. I may be wrong on the on the Ly- which line network it is, but uh, I, I think Nora O'Donnell is on ABC, <laughs> yeah. and uh, uh, she was saying just—I just happened to walk by and catch it. She was saying uh, she was encouraging, as the newscaster, which is supposed to deliver the news, uh, that uh, pregnant mothers need to be getting this vaccine. Oh my goodness! Uh, it, you know we'll, what a what a gift this can be for their children because wow. they're they're little infant might might contract COVID in these early days.
1: You sent me a link to a a sad story, and we don't hear a lot of this because the media won't report it, but a woman who was breastfeeding her baby, and basically, I don't know what the time frame was, but the baby eventually died, and it was a mystery to the doctors in the hospital because the baby had all these different symptoms and all these different things that were going on, a, a rash and infection and different things that she was being breastfed just two weeks after the mother received the vaccine, Randy, are you there? I am here. can you hear me yes you're you're loud okay. loud and clear now. share share what you know about that
0: excellent yeah it was it was a New Mexico case uh, of a breast uh, feeding mother, and uh, as uh, she had a, a six week old baby, and uh, this baby became very sick uh, and it was about two weeks after the mother had received the Pfizer vaccine uh he was treated for a number of uh, different things uh but the baby ends up dying uh and there are actually when when you begin to dig into children of breastfeeding mothers who have had the vaccine there's a huge number of uh of uh uh negative consequences that have come from this and again where do you hear the report on that? You have exactly. to dig and dig and dig and dig to find this. It's publicly available in VAR's uh, website and whatnot, but, but it's not an easy thing to do. And so again, Nora O'Donnell ought to be, ought to be telling us this. Yeah. And, and, uh, she, she's not because she's a PR hack.
1: Yeah. And, uh, I like you said, what, the, the lying, uh, media, what, which, which lying news source, uh, are we discussing? <laughs> right. I don't remember what one, uh, O'Donnell works for. But anyway, I, I want to ask you something about that website, VARS or VAERS, V-A-E-R-S. This is supposedly uh, a government reporting website on vaccine adverse um, effects, I believe, uh, related stats. And I'm not sure if that's exactly what it stands for. Events. Events. Yeah. Events. Uh, but people call in when they have adverse reactions to a vaccine or they Somehow they can go online, they can fill out a form, and they do this. Now, how would you respond to this? Because I brought up that to show people the numbers. I brought up that website, and one of my friends, who is a Christian and who happens to lean liberal or, or progressive, they said, oh, well, that site's not accurate because it's not doctors that are reporting. It's anybody can go and report an adverse reaction to a vaccine. How do you respond to that, Randy?
0: Well, that, that's uh, that's very true. And uh, do you insist that uh, an adverse reaction has to go through the filter of the medical system before it can be uh, determined? If if I get a, a, a shot, I'm not I haven't done. I'm not going to. If I get one and the government has put this uh, system out there for me to report an adverse reaction that I have, I'm going to do it. And take that information okay so maybe you have to filter through that and say that uh, some of it may be uh, psychosomatic or whatever uh, but uh, you know 17,619 deaths is where we are as of October 22nd uh, that's uh, are that I think would some of those people have died anyway maybe but somebody was saying Hey, this ought to be studied. Yes. So why, why, uh, uh, why downgrade this, uh, you know, var- VARS, uh, vaccine adverse events reporting system? Uh, be- because that's the way we find these things out is somebody reports them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, we ought to be saying, Hey, let's then study this. There's, there's, by the way, uh, the, uh, the VARS, uh, website is not the easiest one. There's one called Open. Open VARS, V A E R S, yes. open like open the door. Mm-hmm. Vars and it uh, it just takes those statistics and boils them down, kind of in a in an easy way to look at uh, that uh, people may uh, may want to look at. But you know, twenty seven hundred and twelve miscarriages, uh, nineteen thousand five hundred and eighty four life threatening uh, reactions, uh, uh, nine thousand nine hundred eighty seven reports of shingles. Mm. You, you know, shingles is uh, is shooting up. Why? Well, could it be this? I I, I think that, uh, you know, even a person who doesn't want to accept those full numbers, what full numbers do they want to accept? Exactly. They want to just say, oh, there's I guess there's nothing.
1: Yeah. Who are we listening to? And by the way, on that site, it's over one point six million reports of vaccine adverse events. One point six million. Twenty six thousand six total reported deaths, and those these numbers are on the low side because we know it, it's greater, but we've just got a minute and a half or so left in this segment, Pastor Randy, and I just want to share some uh, facts from this article. This is called The Emperor Has No Clothes. COVID math simply doesn't add up. So considering these uh, reports, uh, there's been a 1,000% increase in total adverse events reported in 2021. These are strong findings, and and the good news is maybe it's a little too late, but the good news is more people are pushing back, especially against giving children these shots. The outcry is growing louder and louder. So the the, the authors of this article published a study in Toxicology Reports and asked, why are we vaccinating children against COVID? And they're digging into that. So more parents are starting to get informed. Some already have been and thanks to voices like yours and hopefully ours here and the guests that we have on and some pastors around the country trying to raise awareness. More parents are being informed and prepared. So more with Pastor Randy. We're talking about how the church is reacting to all this next on Stand Up For The Truth.
0: Your monthly financial support of StandUpForTheTruth.com is needed and appreciated. Now, back to today's Stand Up For The Truth
1: with David Fiorazzo. Pastor Randy White is with us. Randy White Ministries. Uh, he also started the John Darby Academy, John Nelson Darby Academy. And uh, Pastor Randy, the last time you were on with us was in the middle of the chaos uh, last summer. And we were talking about some tough decisions for churches, for Christians during the scam, uh, the pandemic. And we discussed a lot of things, uh, including religious freedom. That's always, that's been a big issue ever since. We talked about increased uh, suicidal tendencies among young people, and, boy, that's gotten worse. We've got a situation where the government came in heavy-handed, and we've got cures that have been worse than the disease. So you've been on our program as a critic of the pandemic approach from the beginning. Have you changed your mind about anything?
0: Not at all. I'm no prophet nor the son of a prophet, but this one was – uh, if I can borrow from the prophets, handwriting on the wall, uh, this one, you know, anyone who was discerning, I think could see, I, from the beginning, I, I questioned even the, the rate of death, uh, were, what was our rate of death going to be higher, you know, in 2020 than it was in 2019. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I would, uh, challenge if uh, some someone out there wants to do a little work. This is uh, what I did. I went to a local funeral homes website that puts their obituaries out. Huh. I just made a spreadsheet uh, over the last uh, three years of how many deaths they had each month, how many obituaries they had each month. And guess what? It's the same. <laughs> there's there's no increase in death. Uh, obviously, people are dying and no doubt about it. And maybe the reason they're dying is uh, classified a little different or and and certainly we we all at this point uh, pretty much know someone who uh we were very surprised that they died from covid covid is a, is a, is a real thing no mm-hmm. doubt about it yes uh But the scare tactics that have been used do not match reality, uh, in, in my community. And I would suspect in most communities they don't match reality. And yet the fear has to go on in order for the progressive agenda, the reset of society, uh, to continue. And, you know, today, if you're not a little bit of a conspiracy theorist, you probably have your head in the sand, (laughs) uh, the, 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 the the thinking of our society is so twisted today yep. that you cannot expect that society is going to come out to some sort of uh, sane position as as perhaps even 10, 20 years ago we knew, okay, it's going to come out in the wash. Now the wash water is so tainted that it's going to come out just exactly as it
1: went in. Yep, and uh, I hope that some people can humble themselves, uh, but I don't have a lot of faith this is going to happen. I hope that some people can admit they were wrong and i mean in the church cuz there's a let's right. let's start veering in that direction now back to the church we know this can happen in corrupt nations with governments that are corrupt these are just evil men with evil agendas whether that be globalism socialism communism the great reset controlling the population whatever it might be controlling the world the power elites right we we don't we're not surprised by this i mean it's evil the heart of man is wicked and beyond cure but when it creeps into the church and we've got to divide on how to approach these issues, that's when we have problems. That's uh, we're, we're apparently all not reading the same Bible. So, Pastor Randy, uh, one thing that we talk about often on this podcast is that not enough pastors—I call the the truth, the, the Bible-believing, truth-proclaiming remnant pastors and, and church leaders in America—that are fighting the good fight. Not enough are speaking up about what we would say are political issues, Uh, first of all, we know this is a bad thing, but are these political issues, and I'll let you respond, are these political issues, abortion, marriage, gender, religious freedom, educating your children, socialism, greed, theft, murder, um, are these political issues, Pastor Randy?
0: No, these are moral issues, and they're biblical issues, and just like you could... uh pick any prophet you want in the Old Testament and uh, see that they are speaking to the, uh, shall we say, political issues of the day, uh, because uh, political issues are people issues and mm-hmm. people issues are moral issues and ethical issues. And uh, so you can pick an Amos or a Malachi or a Daniel or, a, or an Ezekiel, you know, wh- which one do you want to pick? Uh, and you can find that uh, men of God down through the ages have always spoken to issues that were affecting society then and there. And they were always giving a clear word uh, a word from the Lord and ours comes from the 66 books of the, of the scripture. Fortunately, we have the whole thing now and we, uh, uh, we, we, we don't have to be a prophet. We just have to be able to read, yes. uh, and, uh, you know, open up the word and begin to read it. And, uh, it, it speaks to all these issues and it speaks to. Uh, these issues in a very clear way and many pastors aren't willing to do that I think for two reasons one is they don't much preach the Bible anymore yep. uh, and uh, so they don't even know what the Bible says about about uh, some of these issues and two uh, pastors today are they were duped by the church growth movement and they're so ingrained in that in that thinking of church growth that if it's not going to lead to more people in the pews then i i can't go there i don't go there because i have bowed down to this church growth cow and uh, you know i don't want to be the one to say i shrunk this church by 40 percent by preaching the truth Mm. uh and 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 unfortunately pastors have not been raised Uh, through the Bible colleges and the seminaries or, uh, uh, their mentors or whatever, they have not been raised to, uh, shall we say, have a backbone.
1: And, (laughs) and and and, you uh, know, you're right. You're, you're right. And, and it's, it's really, uh, the fear of man shouldn't we be seeking the approval of God above all things? But in these situations, I think they're looking at their, I don't know, their donations, uh, their their tithes, uh, people in the seats, and you don't want to offend that, that wealthy family that, that gives uh, extra above and beyond their tithe. You don't want to offend them knowing that they lean liberal or they're so-called, like, quote, progressive uh, Christians. You don't want to upset them talking about these, quote, political issues. But Before we, uh, finish up, I needed to get this in. I wanted to talk about this article and get your reaction, Randy. And there are churches that are starting to segregate over vaccine status. Unfortunately, uh, a couple months ago, one of those churches was a big one, New York City's Redeemer Presbyterian. That's Tim Keller's church. Now, in a statement to its website, on its website, regarding service attendance, it says this, individuals who are fully vaccinated, are welcome to sit on the main floor of the sanctuary without social distancing and masks will be optional. Individuals who are not fully vaccinated are welcome to sit in the balcony. Redeemer Presbyterian had had effectually segregated its church body based on vaccine status. Is this biblical? What, What do you think, Pastor Randy?
0: I I think it's unethical, honestly, is what I think yeah, that uh, you're going to uh, have a a lepers section and uh, <laughs> you know the unclean up there, the
1: unwashed uh, masses,
0: yeah, exactly. And I don't know if they have to shout it out as they walk up the stairs, you know, <laughs> over by the, through the foyer, uh, just so that you know one of the one of the holy ones not be uh, not be tainted by the breath of these unvaccinated. Um, but, you know, honestly, I would have, uh, I would have walked out of, uh, Redeemer Presbyterian Church mm. or Tim Keller's church, uh, many years ago because, because of a lot of things that he said. So this yep. is one that you can see coming because yeah. he's, uh, Uh, he, he's, he's a, uh, a hack of the, of the leftists. And, uh, and even though he puts on often an air of being biblical and conservative, when you read his stuff, you find out, wait, that's not biblical and that's not conservative. It's, uh, it's, uh, you know democratic uh party playbook mm. and uh he's been he's been doing it for years so there really shouldn't be a surprise sometimes there isn't and granted uh you know a, a, a businessman out there who's got places to go and people to see and the uh, things doing his business may not have been mm. had his ears to the ground so may be surprised by it uh but uh those who have been watching closely uh, to just say, well, of course Tim Keller's going to do that, which is leftist propaganda, because that's what he's been doing for 10 years.
1: Well, let me just share a couple other examples. And, and thank you for, I believe, um, I side with you. I believe in uh, what you just said. Uh, we shouldn't be doing this in our churches, friends. This is sad. Um, and the article th- that it goes on, and uh, this is from the Daily Wire. So over at Atlanta's Piney Grove Baptist Church, those not prepared to provide proof of vaccination will be asked to provide a doctor's note explaining why they can't get the shot. They'll also need to reserve a place in the sanctuary online and sign a waiver to enter. And you think of Jesus' words, Randy, suffer the little children to come unto me. Uh, yeah. That's out because the FDA has yet to approve. Uh, these. Anyway, let's just go on to one more example. Uh, this is called Grace Cathedral. Their pastor told this news site that uh, even though no government regulation compelled his church to require vaccines, he ultimately wanted to emphasize, quote, health over accepted traditions. And he said, uh, well, he evidently meant traditions like those found in Romans fifteen seven. Uh, Therefore, welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you. <laughs> but let me just read a little bit of this article. Given how progressive ministers baptize leftist rhetoric with out-of-context Christianese, it would be easy to assume mandates are only cropping up in churches that proudly fly rainbow flags and hang Black Lives Matter banners in their sanctuaries. But that is not the case. For example, a church, Calvary Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's one of the largest non-denominational evangelical churches. Um, it, it, no one could accuse them of leaning left politically yet, Last month, in a memo uh, shared with the Daily Wire, uh, they announced that for, s- for the safety of preschoolers, employees in the child development center in this big mega church will be required to get the vaccine. Now you've got a church saying, "All right, our children." Now we just read the first the first uh, segment of this podcast today, Pastor Randy. We just talked about. The numbers, the truth, the facts about children and whether they are vulnerable or not to COVID. And uh, apparently in the last year, year and a half, only 94 have died. Yes, every one of them is tragic, but 94 is not a high number. And yet now we've got a church or churches saying if you work with children, you've got to be vaccinated. So your thoughts on how churches are responding, sadly?
0: Yeah, I'm afraid that uh, what has happened is we've come to the point that, uh, once again, churches have either through fear or ignorance or whatever it is, churches have come into this point where their pastors are unwilling to go against mm. the status quo of the government or the, uh, the, the, the mandates of the government. And they're going to mirror all that in order to be, uh, accepted by society and that which they believe is going to save them is uh going to uh close their doors mm-hmm. it's, it's a worthless church uh you know why why bother there's there's another church in atlanta or in south carolina or in new york city or wherever find one that is solid on the word of god yes. and is willing to stand up against the government because in in a huge sense this is what churches do is uh, churches speak the truth against uh, governments that don't speak the truth. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, why would you want to go to one that doesn't? It it makes no sense whatsoever.
1: That's right. Uh, Pastor Randy, we've got uh, two more minutes before we need to wrap this up. But is, is part of this, I know there's a fear of man we talked about. I know there's a conforming to the world, obeying the government. Is part of this a misunderstanding of Romans 13? I know we could do a whole podcast segment or a show on that, but just your thoughts on that as far as church leaders go.
0: Romans 13 has been so abused by leftists in the pulpit. And this is, pa- Paul, the guy who wrote that is the same one that said to the Roman soldiers, if you beat me up, I will take you all the way to the emperor, because Uh I have rights. Amen. And he, he exerted those rights all the way through.
1: Thank you. That's an excellent point. I appeal to Caesar. It's not wrong to stand up for our rights under the Constitution of the United States. Pastor Randy White, Randy White Ministries, and John Nelson Darby Academy will have you on, hopefully in the near future, to talk about your new book. Thank you so much, brother. It was a blessing to talk to you again. God bless each of you. All right, thank you. Uh, and again, all the links we talked about today, we will put in the podcast notes at StandUpForTheTruth.com. I believe we've got one minute left, correct, Crash? Okay, let me just share with you who's going to be coming up the rest of this week on Stand Up For The Truth, and then we're done. Uh, tomorrow you will hear from Rick Scarborough, and uh, boy, he's a fighter. He's been on the the front lines of this battle, not the COVID battle, not the religious freedom battle necessarily, well, yeah, his battle started with being attacked by the LGBTQ mob. And so uh, he stood up for what, what was happening in his daughter's public school when it came to sexualized education. And he couldn't believe when he actually attended an assembly there. You'll hear his story tomorrow. Rick Scarborough. Jason Jimenez is with us on Thursday. Stand Strong Ministries. Haven't talked to him in a couple months. He had COVID, has recovered, thank God. And Lamb and Lion Ministries' Nathan Jones will be with us on Friday. First time. Can't wait to speak with him. What a wonderful ministry. And uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. God bless you. And as always, keep speaking the truth about things that matter.